Hey, 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 welcome everyone. We are back live with Chaley. We're calling all investors. Every Tuesday we get together here at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and we meet with Chaley Ridge, who's going to tell us everything that we thought we knew but got it wrong. She's going to keep us straight. And uh, today, February 7, 2023, uh, we agreed uh, at some time in 2022 that we were going to do an actual simulator run-through of the all-in-one. And in preparation for today, for that event, we're going to break today's series down into three distinct parts. Uh, the first part is going to be all about the introduction to everybody on what the all-in-one is all about, uh, in case you haven't uh, learned that yet. The second part of today is going to be all about the data entry. Chaley's going to share her screen, and she's going to actually do a walkthrough of how to enter the data properly. And the final part is going to be about reviewing the results. If you're just joining us here, please make sure you leverage uh, the Zoom platform to select either raise your hand virtually or use the Q&A or use the chat. Your choice. We'll be watching all three for any questions that you might have. And at the end, as a bonus, if you want to stick around and you want Chaley to review your personal scenario, um, you have two options to join, uh, either on camera and, and be uh, involved in that and record in part of our, our show here or opt out and uh, we can do that as well. So uh, Chaley, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Thanks very much for, for coming, everybody. Okay, let's do this. Thanks, Larry. Hey, gang. Um, okay, so those of you that are here with us today, you were interested in the all-in-one. I'm excited to see so many people joining us. This is my absolute favorite loan product anywhere, anytime of all space and time, the all-in-one. Um, uh, there's nothing in my mind that beats it in terms of a loan product for real estate investors, and even more specifically for those individuals that um, qualify appropriately. And I'll get into all of that and what it means. So as Larry said, the first thing that I want to do is I want to go over conceptually, what is the all-in-one? For some of you, this may be redundant, but I think it bears repeating because it is rather unique. In fact, um, I'm, I'm constantly speaking to that. I think, especially in the US, we have kind of come up and been preconditioned to really only understand that closed-ended amortized mortgage, right? Our 30-year fixed is the most common. So to kind of dive into something so different, a first lien open-ended revolving mortgage that doubles as a mortgage and a checking and savings account really throws a lot of people um, initially when they first get into it. Uh, it did for me. I had to look at this thing concentratedly for a week. Maybe it was two weeks. Maybe I'm giving myself too much credit before I could connect the dots and the light bulb really went off for me. So we're going to take our time. We're going to unpack this. Uh, for those of you that are brand new to the all-in-one, I would probably even offer that you're going to have to, to look at this and listen to this maybe twice, three times. I, I did. Uh, and if you think there's some value in it, one-on-one -on -one time with me where we actually will do this simulator together and share screen, by all means, just let us know. Um, all right. What is the all-in-one guys? This is a, it's a HELOC. Okay. Home equity line of credit. Everybody is probably familiar with what that term is. The difference between this HELOC and what you're probably used to is this is a first lien HELOC, which means that it replaces whatever mortgage you may have on that property right now. It's going to pay that off. And this is going to be in first lien position. The other unique thing about the all-in-one is that it doubles as a mortgage <clears throat> in the form of that line of credit and your checking and savings. So you're replacing your existing mortgage and your B of A, Wells, Chase, whatever checking savings account all in one. 
Okay. The reason that this is so impactful is that it turns you into your own bank. You now have this line of credit open-ended whereby all of your depository income from all sources, gang, every source of depository income you have access to. So that means your paycheck, your W-2, your commissions, your bonuses, uh, your dividends, your interest, your rents, your gross rents, not your net rental income, your gross rents, um, your child support, your alimony, your social security, your retirement. I don't care where it's coming from, but all sources of depository income, instead of sitting it in this vessel, in your, your just simple checking account, you're going to move it from there and you're going to drop it in here to this checking account that is doubling as your HELOC mortgage. Okay. What's happening there is that dollar for dollar, all of that depository income is driving down the principal balance that started in that line of credit, reducing the amount of interest that can accrue. Because for those of you that weren't aware, any HELOC, not just the all-in-one, but any HELOC the way that interest accrues is daily. And it's based on that day's balance, that day's balance, and that month's interest rate. Okay. So the longer the, the balance can be lower or reduced, the less interest that can accrue. So there's a compounding effect at work daily that's going to reduce the amount of interest that can, can happen. And then the second compounding effect of reduced interest is monthly, whatever is left over after all of your expenses have been paid, and I'm going to give you guys some examples in a second, whatever goes back out the door, right, from what the total depository income was, what's left over is simply going to ride. It's going to stay there. 24-7 access to all of this. At any point in time that you want to gain access to your depository income, exactly the same way that you're doing it today, right? But instead of it just sitting over there doing nothing for you, it's going to sit here and it's going to drive that balance down. So the daily is a compounded interest savings. And then monthly, whatever is left over after everything goes back out the door is also going to stay in there month after month, driving that balance down. That's compound effect number two. Here is the easy math example that I give people. Okay. We're going to start the month, our first month of the all-in-one with an unpaid loan balance, principal loan balance of $100,000. And I make $10,000 a month. Depository is what I bring in. This is my depository income from all sources. And I'm just going to say for easy math that I get this $10,000 on the first of the month. So I get my 10 grand. I'm going to deposit it into my checking account, okay, where my, my $100,000 balance mortgage is. So I've driven that $100,000 down to $90,000, right? I'm going to leave my $10,000 in there for as many days in a 30-day billing cycle as I can. Because remember, interest accrues every single day. So every single day, there's going to take a snapshot of what the balance was for that day and what the interest was for that month. And that number, plus all the other 30 days of the month, are going to be added together. And that's the interest accrual. So the longer I can leave my $10,000 in there, the better. So what we coach our clients to do is they're going to drop in their $10,000, okay, my $10,000, my example. And throughout the month, we have we still have living expenses, right? We still have bills that we have to pay that are going to be due, et cetera. So what they're going to do is they're going to use a credit card of their choice, and all of their expenses are going to go on that credit card. Everything, food, gas, utilities, cell phone, um, uh, entertainment, meals, mortgage payments, car payments, everything's going to go on that credit card. Before the credit card accrues any of its own interest, on say day 29, I'm going to go into my checking account where my 10 grand has been sitting 
I'm going to pay off my credit card in full. Okay. And I'm going to rinse and repeat this every single month. So you can see there's the compounding effect number one of reduced interest. So I kept my balance at $90,000 for 29 days. And on day 30, I went online and I paid off my credit card. In my example, I paid off $9,000 is what my total expenses were. Okay. I have $1,000 left over. Everybody, well, I don't know if you can raise your hands and tell me that you're following me. So what that means is, is I dropped in 10 grand on day one. On day 29, I pulled out $9,000 to pay off the credit card that amassed all of my monthly expenses. And I left in there $1,000. Okay. My residual income in this example is 10% of my income. So I have $1,000 left over after everything goes back out the door. Everything goes back out the door down to a stick of gum. Okay. That $1,000 sits there. So let's go into month two, day one of month two. My outstanding principal balance is now what? 99,000, right? I left my $1,000 of residual income in there. 24-7 access. Nothing's going to stop me from grabbing that if I wanted to or if I, if I needed to for any reason versus what happens if in comparison to a 30-year fixed mortgage, what happens if I had sent an extra $1,000 out with my mortgage payment? Do I, do I have access to that money? For any, any reason? Absolutely not, right? The only way you're ever going to be able to do something like that would be a full cash out refinance. Once you send that payment out on a 30-year fixed close-ended mortgage, it's gone, right? Your principal goes down. Great. Does your payment change? No. Can you get that back? No. So, okay. Back to month two, day one of month two. I'm starting with a balance of 99000 right? I left that $1,000 in there. I drop in my $10,000. So now for 29 days out of that 30-day billing cycle, my balance is going to be $89,000. Okay, you guys can probably see where I'm going with this. On the 30th day, I'm going to pull back out 9,000 bucks, right, to pay off all my bills. I'm going to leave another 1,000 in there. So on month day 1 of month 3, my starting balance is going to be what? 98,000. And so on and so forth. So you get the point, right? There's compound interest saved based on the example scenario that I just gave you. And it can be very, very powerful. Go ahead, Lair. So I was just going to add, for those that are just uh, joining, uh, thank you very much for coming, first of all. Today is all about the all-in-one, and we're breaking this down into three distinct segments. Um, the one is where Chaley's finishing up now, which is the introduction, the reminder of what the all-in-one is all about. Uh, the next is going to be the data entry into the simulator. And then finally, part three is going to be reviewing the results. Uh, Michelle just asked a question. I think it was more of a statement where she's like, I have a similar loan through a sweep program. And uh, yeah, I think some people have called them sweep in the past, right, Jim? Exactly right. It is exactly a sweep account. No, no different in terms of the description of it. So if anybody has heard of velocity banking or infinity banking, sweep, all of that is, is basically the same thing or conceptually the same thing. Um, okay, so that's just a quick oversight. I want to reserve as much time as we have today for getting to the results of a, an example that I'm going to put into this, this input here. Um, because I think that that's where we're going to get the most juice out of this. So let me share my screen.